Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead, service family members, my beloved. This is Daniel White the third. President of Gospel Light Society International with the Scripture and the Sense podcast, episode number 988, where I simply read the Word of God and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary, the BKC, or the Matthew Henry Commentary, or some other reputable Orthodox Commentary or Study Bible. This podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8 where the Holy Word of God says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God distinctly and gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. So beloved, the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it It is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened and saved from the wrath of God to come and from the eternal burning hell by believing in the Lord Jesus Christ who said the most loving, most wonderful, and most important words in the history of the world when he said for God so loved the world (coughs) pardon me for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life You see in this passage the most important words ever said in history that this salvation that Jesus Christ is talking about from hell and to heaven was birthed out of the heart of God. For God so loved the world while we were yet sinners Jesus Christ the Son of God God in the flesh died for us for God so loved the world that he gave that is he gave up his only begotten son 
Jesus Christ. He was born of the Virgin Mary by the power of Almighty God, meaning no man had sex with Mary before Jesus Christ was born. The virgin-born Son of God, his birth was a miracle by God. And only God could think of something like this. And so Jesus Christ never sinned in word, thought, and deed like we sin, like we do. He never sinned. His blood was untainted. Untainted. His blood was pure and holy. John the Baptist said, Behold the Lamb of God who taketh away the sin of the world. The Bible says that you and I have a problem. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. <clears throat> because we have violated God's law, we have disobeyed His commandments. For we have lived lives of lying and dishonesty, stealing and robbing lusting and coveting what other people have which leads to more robbery and ill-gotten gain. We have dishonored and disobeyed our parents. We have dishonored God by taking his name in vain. We've committed other sins such as adultery and fornication, having sex with somebody outside of marriage, homosexuality. All of these sins are driving you to hell, to death and hell. For the Bible says the wages of sin is death. We do not die because of a disease. We die because of sin. Our sinful nature and our sinful choices. And we experience death in this life because of sin. Death to marriages, death to relationships, death to peace, death to joy. Sin kills everything. And this is why God hates sin. He doesn't hate us. He hates sin. And he hates what sin does to his creation. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Everlasting life is also the divine reset. You don't want to miss it. But what God wants you to understand that this severe punishment of death, and by the way, we're all on death row, every last one of us, and uh, even the death row inmates, they have an idea when they're supposed to die. We don't. That's what makes it more terrifying. But we're all on death row. Everybody is going to die, no matter how pretty you are, 
no matter how handsome you are, no matter how much money you make, no matter how, what kind of house you live in. Or what kind of car you drive. None of that matters. None of that means anything at all. Zero. A big fat zero. It doesn't mean anything in this life. It does not mean anything in the life to come. And God wants you to understand that if he will allow you to die from this beautiful greenish, bluish, whitish earth, and it is a beautiful place, he will allow you to go to hell to spend eternity suffering and being tormented in the flames that never are quenched. You need to understand that. You say, well, I don't believe that. Your unbelief does not change what Jesus Christ said clearly, repeatedly. In fact, Jesus Christ preached on the torments of hell more than any prophet or apostle in the Bible. Hell is just as real as you're looking at me right now. And so hell is bad. Hell is sad and hell is bad news. But I have good news for you. Again, God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish. That is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, my dear friend, and thou, you, shalt be saved. Believe in your heart that Jesus Christ suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God. Call on his name, for the Bible says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. So if you want to be saved from hell today and saved to heaven, that can be taken care of today. You need to get your eternal, <clears throat> your eternal life insurance policy already paid in full by the blood that was shed on the cross by Jesus Christ. <clears throat> if you want to, nobody's making you. Believe in your heart in Jesus Christ and pray and ask him to save you and he will save you. Follow me in prayer. I will lead you phrase by phrase in the, in the sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I admit that I have sinned against you. For as the preacher brought out, I have lied in my life. I have stolen things in my life, even from my parents. I have lusted and coveted in my life.
after people and things. And there have been times I have disrespected and dishonored my parents. There have been times, Lord, as you know, I have dishonored you. Holy Father God, I am sorry for my sins. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon my soul. And please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Was buried and rose on the third day. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. Please fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change and help me to repent of my sins and to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you pray that prayer with me and you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, may I say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. Now, if you want to uh, grow so that you will grow as a Christian disciple, go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book title, a little book, title, it is free of charge, what to do after you enter through the door. Jesus Christ is the door. And it will give you next steps of what you need to do as a Christian so that you can grow in the faith. Uh, please email us at dw3 at gospellightsociety.com so that we can rejoice with you on your decision to follow Christ and also send you some extra materials as well. And uh, if you have a prayer request, please send that in as well and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Now at this time we're going to resume our service, the Standing Between the Living and the Dead devotional service if you will, already in progress. And for those of you who just prayed that prayer and you just believed in Christ, you just got saved, then this will be your first Bible study. Today we are reading Malachi chapter 3, verse 15. And now we call the proud happy. Yea, they that work wickedness are set up. Yea, they that tempt God are even delivered. Dear friends, I just read in your hearing Malachi chapter 3 verse 15. Now, 
here is the sense of it, here is the understanding of it with the help of the Holy Ghost and with the help of the BKC from Dallas Theological Seminary. Uh, <clears throat> the Bible Knowledge Commentary. Israel was still concerned that sinners were not punished. The arrogant were blessed, the proud were blessed, evildoers were prospering, and those who confronted God escaped judgment. Those who confronted God escaped judgment. Wow. However, as Malachi pointed out later, the arrogant, the proud, and the evildoers will be punished. And that is the case for the proud, the arrogant, and the evildoers of our day. And they are being punished. Please understand, no matter who you think you are, you will not get away with your sin. Never, 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 never. Nobody does. Nobody gets away with sin in God's world. This is, as the hymn writer said, my father's world. Make no mistake about it. And uh, he said, vengeance is mine. I will repay. So you can go on with your bad self and your false theology thinking that God won't deal with you. <clears throat> God will. And it's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. I said the living God. He's just as alive as you are right now. And he sees everything and knows everything. He's all-knowing. Omniscient. Omnipotent. He has all power in his hands. And so I don't care what dark and black night you think you're hiding your stuff in. He can see it like broad daylight. And you will be at the judgment one day. And God will be your judge. <clears throat> you better make sure you have the greatest lawyer in the history of the world. His name is Jesus. And ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the Scripture and the Sense podcast. Please remember to read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, each and every day of your life. And pray without ceasing to God about everything. And for wisdom to understand His Word and apply it to your life. Most importantly, believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. And thou, you, shalt be saved. Please stay tuned for a complete presentation of the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can get your soul saved from hell to that wonderful place called heaven when you die. May God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Now, dear friends, if you're with us today and you do not know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, Allow me to show you how you can place your faith and trust in Him, Jesus Christ, for your soul's salvation from sin and hell. 
First, accept the fact that you are a sinner and that you have broken God's laws. The Bible says in Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. We all have failed God. We're all guilty before God. You do not have the right to look down your nose at others. You're just as wicked as others. Second, accept the fact that there is a penalty, there is a punishment for sin always. You will be paid for your sins one day. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death. Our payday someday is death to these beautiful bodies. Death to so many things before you die. Death to marriages. Death to relationships. Uh, death to material things. You will experience a thousand deaths before you die because of sin. But ultimately you will die physically. Your body will be put in a cold dark grave. And that ought to be frightening because it is frightening. But more frightening is that your soul, if it dies without Christ, will go to a burning hell to spend eternity in a dark place, even though there's fire. You say, preacher, I don't believe that a loving God would put people in the hell where Jesus Christ, the loving and lowly one, preached more on hell than he did about heaven. Jesus Christ, the loving one and the lowly one, preached more on hell than any prophet in the Bible. He said in Matthew chapter 10 verse 28, And fear not them which kill the body, but are not able to kill the soul, but rather fear him which is able to destroy both soul and body in hell. Also the Bible says in Revelation 21 8, But the fearful and unbelieving, and the abominable, and murderers, and whoremongers, and sorcerers, and idolaters, and all liars, shall have their part in the lake which burneth with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Whatever you do, don't experience the second death, because it's bad news. Hell is bad news, but I have good news for you. You don't have to go to hell. Jesus suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose again on the third day, and he said these words to you before he left here. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, that is, perish in hell, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shalt be saved. Pray and ask Jesus Christ to save your soul and to come into your heart and change your life. He will do it. Romans 10, 9 and 13 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what? Saved from hell. If you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and bled and died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose again. And you're ready to trust him as your Savior. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. 
I'll be glad to lead you in prayer in what is called the sinner's prayer or the prayer of salvation. Repeat after me phrase by phrase and mean it from your heart. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. I am guilty because I have broken your Ten Commandments, your law. I've taken your holy name in vain. I've dishonored and disobeyed and disrespected my own parents. I have lied many times before. I have lusted after people and things and what others have. I've stolen things before. Uh, so Lord, that's five to six commandments I've already broken out of your Ten Commandments, and so please have mercy and grace upon me. For your Holy Son's sake, Jesus Christ, please forgive me of all of my sins. As I now believe with all of my heart the best way that I know how, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered and he bled and he died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose again. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and save my soul and change my life. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to repent of my sins past and help me to turn from my evil ways. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, that he died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day, allow me to say to you, dear friend, congratulations on doing the most important thing in life. And that is trusting Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Christ, please go to GospelLightSociety.com and read my pamphlet titled, What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. And Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dear friend, if you trusted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email me at dw3 at gospelightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Until next time, my beloved, God loves you. We love you. And may God bless you real good until next time. Now, I may be traveling here over the next few days, and, uh, but I will resume preaching as soon as I get back, and I will do some preaching while I'm on the road. So thank you so much for your prayers. Please continue to pray for us, and we will continue to pray for you. God bless you. Until next time. <music>